a swim down memory lane, a UMass farewell to Bob. When you think about this season, when you think about everything we go through, when you think about the process, and the process is every single thing that we do during the year, from the first meeting to the last, from every practice, every single opportunity in the weight room, in the dry room, everything that we do, every time you get on the bus and go to the meet, every time you warm up, every time you warm down, everything that we do, you have to do it together. You have to become one. She's got the best time right now this season in the Atlantic 10 in the 100 press at 104.7, over a second better than anybody else right now in the conference. And she's on pace to break that, Tim. Was only just over 31 seconds in the first two laps. And Strelsik turning for home. She looks like she might have cooled her jets just a little bit there. Uh, she went out really fast for a dual meet. And she'll be, she'll be close, but it, it'll, uh, you know, she just wanted to make sure she got out for the win more than anything else. And that she does. A time of 107.21. Second place again goes to the men and women, Megan Nowak. And in third will be Tavis Potter. So it's a 1-2-3 sweep. team has come together so well with a tremendous personality and attitude. Um, we've, we, it, it has been really fun working with this team in the first few weeks, but they are really ready to get into a meet. At this time of year, we've been five full weeks, no meets, so they're really excited, especially when we open up at home. So it's going to be a, a very good event on Saturday. Welcome to retirement, Bob. One last hurrah. here. Welcome to day 18. Hi, Bob. We have another fun fact for today. It's a UMass fun fact. And since we are in the midst of hurricane season and we have climate change at the top of our minds, I found out that our climate scientists at UMass are among the best in the world. The federal government selected UMass Amherst to lead a consortium of seven universities and host a major new initiative, the Northeast Climate Science Center, funded with a $7.2 million grant. Really incredible. I am thrilled to share a really great guest today. We welcome Colleen Hespler. She graduated a few years after me. It was great to chat with her and welcome her to the show. So let's go ahead and dive right in. We welcome Colleen from the class of 2014 to the podcast. Thanks for joining us, Colleen. Thanks for having me, Cece. Of course. Um, so uh, I would love to hear some of your favorite memories of Bob. All right. So I don't have one particular favorite memory, um, but I loved all the traditions that Bob kept up over the years. Um, so the hike was always the best one, um, mm -hmm. and Bob may or may not 
be aware of, of the 40s and stories that always happened the night before, <laughs> but he was always very good-natured when you're all a little silly during the hike mm-hmm. um, next day. Um, then we also had the the Halloween traditions every year, bobbing for apples, the apple juice shots and all those games. Um, and then for Christmas, um, we always did the carols and the sing-alongs. And then I remember there was always one practice, usually during um, when we came back over winter break, where he would we wouldn't have to get in the water, and he would just spend the whole time telling us stories about tales of teams past and the the crazy stuff they did in the eighties and nineties. Um, and then obviously in Puerto Rico, like we you could always you always knew what practices were coming. Mm-hmm. Bob always did the same ones every year. And then just the A10 traditions, um, the different like traditions of taper and the stories. Um, it, he he really like made it feel like a family, um, and, and it made it easier to connect. I think with alumni when they would come back, um, which was great. And then yeah. I just really loved Bob as a person. Um, I thought he was like more than just a coach; he was a mentor and a therapist, um, and. Uh, I think he he definitely helped me get through like tough times in college, so I very much appreciate that. Yeah, he was always there to support you in in the mm-hmm. pool and outside of the pool, and uh, like you could always go to him. And he fostered such such an amazing environment that you wanted to be a part of. Definitely, mm-hmm. um, he was. He put up with a lot um, with girls in their <laughs> late teens and early twenties, so. Yeah, yeah. He d- he's definitely he's a man of patience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, man, yeah, the churches are so much fun, and we did a lot of those, too. So I imagine, because um, we only graduated a couple years apart, I, I imagine right. it must have been, in, like, maybe decades where the, these traditions um, lived on. Yeah, and evolved over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And um, since Bob is going into retirement, I'd love to hear some well wishes. Yes. Well, Bob, I hope you get to sleep in every day during retirement. Uh, I hope yes. you get to ride your bike everywhere. <laughs> um, play with Fargo. Story time with Judy. And now that you're a grandpa, very exciting. I hope you get to travel out to Portland um, to see your grandbaby often um, and enjoy it. And Maybe occasionally you can uh, go back to Boyden to watch a swim meet or two. Um, but, yeah, you, you you deserve to enjoy retirement and looking forward to staying in touch with you over the years. Yeah, absolutely. And um, he'll be able to do all the fun things. He'll be able to bike and spend time with family. And that, that's always the good stuff. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Colleen. It's been so great to chat with you. And I'll make sure that Bob hears from us. Awesome. Thanks, Nikki.